What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 76. I am your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. Andy, yo, what's yo, up? what's going on? Um, it's three degrees in Massachusetts. Oh, why do you live there? Why yeah, it's bad. That? It's bad. So I'm in my apartment. Uh, I have the, we have like a fake fireplace that also like puts out heat or whatever. I have yeah. that rock and it's 72. I got the heat system in the apartment at like 68 or 70. It can't keep up. I have four layers on. It's cold as shit in here, but we're, we're powering through. Um, but it's, it's tough. It's a tough scene over here. I'm down here in Jacksonville and this morning it was 37 degrees real feel when I went to walk my dog. And right now it's at 61. I get off of work at three. I think I'm gonna go to the driving range. That's a day. You know, oh, it's, up living, to, baby. it's up to seven. Seven. It's Man, up to seven. I used to, I used to live in Boston for years. And I remember like the winters, you just like for two week stretches one time, I'd look at my, uh, the temperature on the app and it would say one degree. And it's like, that's all we can get is one goddamn degree. It's a tough yeah, this stretch. Is, no, this is tough. It says seven right now. The high is 19. The low is negative six. Oh, God, you know, there's wind. And it's just yeah, like, no, it's growing. And yeah, where I am right now, Haverhill, we're on, I live on like a river, like the river's on the other side of the building. So it's very windy. It sucks to go outside. Yeah. I was standing outside with my dog just yelling at him to take a shit because he was taking too long. I don't know how people own dogs up there. I was thinking about that Awful. this morning. Walking around 37 degrees, freezing. I'm going, how do you do it when it's 10 degrees out? Yeah, it was does bad. Dog do its business? Does the dog know to do its business quick? It's cold. Yeah, the thing about my dog is he's a um, golden doodle, so he's got a lot of hair, so he loves it. Like, he gets all amped up when it snows, and he loves when it's cold, so it's just the worst combination of all time. I hate it. it sucks. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. But we actually have a very busy show this week. We got some news from the USGA, the women's side of the game, which is very exciting. Uh, we have some news about the masters, which is awesome. Uh, if you guys were watching the college football championship last night, we saw the first glimpse of a masters commercial during halftime, Mm -hmm. best time of the year. When that, when that theme music comes on for the first time, we love that with the recap, the century tournament champions, Cam Smith sets the scoring record. Jacksonville zone, Jacksonville zone, shout out Jacksonville. He held off world number one, John Rahm. Daniel Berger was right there. There was a bunch of guys at the top of that leaderboard. It was a fantastic start to the calendar year of 2022. Couldn't have asked for much better, honestly. And then we have the Sony Open this week, which is a lot different. The first full field event of the new year, which is fun. Uh, The field is actually pretty good. Usually this is a very like rookie heavy and don't know a lot of names. There's actually a decent amount of guys here. So very excited to talk about the Sony. One more week in Hawaii, which is awesome. Because the golf course is down there, awesome. The weather's great, so very excited. It's such a different, uh, different track too than what we saw last week. Like it's such so. Going it couldn't like, be. I don't think it could be more opposite of the one we just watched. Like it no. was just let driver go and make as many birdies as possible. This will also be low scoring, but in a different way. Like you have to hit fairways, you have to get greens, and you have to putt well. It's there, very um, RBC Heritage kind of tournament. Yeah, it feels like a. I don't know if you're anyone out there from Los Angeles. It feels like a Los Angeles Muni, just a little bit nicer. It's flat. Mm-hmm. Like you, you'll be hard pressed to find a hill. Maybe a built up tee box. You got to walk up three steps. Like there's no, uh, there's there's no, you know, hills out there. It's very flat. There's a lot of dog legs, a lot of bombing it over trees. So it's a lot different from you know the, the plantation course that they had to walk last week. Yeah. Yeah, it was very funny watching and shout out ESPN plus because the coverage was actually really good. The first day I felt like a decent amount of commercials, but actually by the weekend, it seemed like they figured it out a little bit, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see a lot of the undulation with and it was the same thing with PGA Tour Live just because all the cameras are on the ground instead of like up, 
you know, behind the green or whatever, the undulation around that place is ridiculous. That has to be probably the hardest walk, I think, on tour. Phil Look impossible. Phil Mickelson like could barely swing on one day on the 18th hole. He was just like so tired. He hadn't been there in 21 years. He's you know over 50 years old. And by the end of that 18 hill walk, 18 hole walk, he was like, Jesus Christ, I'm exhausted. Dude. Yeah, it looked brutal. So we'll talk about uh Cam Smith and John Rahm. It was fantastic golf. It was awesome. Um, but before we get into all the golf stuff, well, all the tournament stuff, I guess, the Masters has announced its third honorary starter, Mr. Tom Watson. Yeah. I believe he has two green jackets hanging in his closet. I yep. believe. And I I guess this pick was probably as easy as a pick as they could probably get unless yeah. you want like tiger to do it, but he's like still playing. So no. So now it's going to be Watson, Jack and Gary player. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly <laughs> with how Augusta national conducts itself. And after the last time Gary player was up there, I'm honestly kind of surprised that he is still one of them. Was that yes. the November masters? Or was that April? That was the November one. Was that November? Yeah. Whereas caddy was like, like, promoting his golf balls. Yeah, his son was holding like his golf balls like up at his shit. What yeah. a scumbag. Absolute yeah, scumbag. Yeah. yeah. Not not good. I'm honestly kind of surprised he's still there. But yeah. that was kind of a no-brainer for uh for the green coats down at Augusta National to have Tom Watson there. And then on the women's side, the USGA announced a purse increase for the US Open, the US Women's Open. Um it's going to 10 million dollars. Last year it was 5.5. 5. Yeah. Within the next five years, they're planning to make it $12 million. I think the winner, I'm trying to look it up now. I'm going through BA story that you wrote a couple of days ago. The winner will receive $1.8 mil. Yeah, that is tremendous. That is unbelievable. That is so good for the women's game. It's so good for the women's U.S. Open. And you'll get into it in a minute, but they're going to play so many freaking awesome courses coming up. Like it's like when that news came out a couple of days ago, I was like, you just as a golf fan, you're like it's about goddamn time, first of all. And then it's like, I can't wait to watch all these women's opens coming up. Yeah, because every once in a while they would play on on a pretty prestigious course, but other times it's just like I've never even heard of these places mm-hmm. before. Like last year was awesome. They played in um where were they? They were near LA. What was that tournament? Yeah, they're they're at the uh the uh, uh country club there. The it starts with W. I used to drive by it all the time. Oh my, I can't believe I'm this is blanking. Yukasaso. What yeah. fucking golf course was that? Oh, that's gonna drive me insane. I lived that in I, LA for sixteen years. That I is insane that. that I can't remember this. I was so prepared, and now I don't remember the golf course from fucking last year. Everyone listening in their car is screaming at their speakers right now that I can't fucking remember what this golf course is. Oh wait, the U.S. Women's Open last year was in San Francisco. It was at the Olympic San Fran Club. Olympic. Oh my God! Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Okay, we're, we're stupid. We're, we apologize. We're that. back. Yeah, I apologize for that. That was tough. Olympic Yukasaso. Uh, if you don't know, she modeled her game after Rory McIlroy, and it worked. So if you look into really. that was that was a fun fun tournament to watch. From it was awesome. It was incredible. And they got Shout out Lexi Thompson. Out. Yeah, they, that was a tough. Yeah, she was, that was a tough back nine for her on that Sunday. Was that was a tough one. That felt awkward to watch her on that back nine last year. Yeah. that like, They're going to play Pebble. They're going to play Riviera. Like, just so, like, it's going to be so fun to watch them play on those courses. Yeah. So they're at Pebble this year. No, they're at uh, Pine Needles. Yes. In North Carolina. And then they added Riviera, which outside of Augusta National may be my favorite golf course in the world. I love that place. In 2026. They're going to uh, Inverness Club, Toledo, 
Then they have Pinehurst in 2029, which is fantastic because they're doing another one of the back-to-back. It's the women's and then the men's or vice versa the same year, which mm-hmm. is going to be really fun. Uh, and then they're going to Oakland Hills in uh, 2031 and 2042. It's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, 2042 just sounds like Yeah, and, 20, and so next year they're going to Pebble. So I switched those. Yeah, that's going to be sweet. Yeah, so very excited for the women's game. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's more than deserved in a long time coming. Then they make a hell of a lot of money because they're so good at golf. So that's very, very, very exciting uh, for the women's game. Yeah, it's about time. It is about time because they're so good. Yeah. But let's jump into a little Cameron Smith. Let's do it. Little John Rom. Man. I, I, I have a... I'm a little scared about John. I'm officially worried about John Rom. Why? Because he may, and this week he didn't win, but like watching him, he's going to win half the tournaments he plays in. Oh, okay. No, I see you, you, I'm worried about like it not being fair anymore. Yeah. I was, I tweeted that like Friday night. I'm like, I feels like John Rom is going to win every tournament that he plays in this year. When you, when you, and I can't, I can't remember who said it on the TV coverage, but he does everything so well, everything that when you look at, like when you go to certain tournaments and you're like, Oh, this is a driver's course. So target like DJ and Rory and Bryson, you almost like forget about John Rom. or this is a, an irons course. So you worry about uh, like Colin Morikawa and Justin Thomas, John Rom is like as good of an iron player as both of those guys. And he rolls the rock top 10 on the PGA tour. And he yeah, is just- an absolute problem. Ever since, I mean, he was, he was great before, but ever since just watching him in that Ryder Cup, like he just became like, like on that grand scale, he just became the force that he's going to be great for, for a really long time. And it's just going to carry over. And this is going to be a monster year, just a monster year for John Rob. And it's one of those things where it's not, it's just like watching and not even just him playing golf, just looking at his golf swing, especially off the tee. He just aims left with his short little, it's getting shorter by the day. I don't know how he still can poke it. It's ridiculous. It brings it up to his hip and just fires it. That golf swing with the way he plays it off the tee. I don't know how he misses a fairway ever. No, it looks like he just makes the same exact swing over and over again, cut off the left, cut off the left, cut off the left, that I don't know how he's going to miss fairways. Yeah, he doesn't have much room for any kind of you know real mistakes in that swing. It's very repeatable, as he's shown, and just dominant. You know, putting, chipping, irons, driving, like there's no weakness in his game. And all that, all that greatness that he did down there in, in Maui only tells like how great of a four days that Cam Smith had. Like, That's what I mean. John Rom shot 66, 66, 61, 66 on a par 73 and lost. And lost. He shot seven under, seven under, 12 under, seven under and lost. Yeah. And if you look back at his results from like last year, like how he ended last year and the year before, like he's, he's going on like a tiger run where like he's always going to be a top five, top five finisher. He should have had the win last year at the Memorial where he, you know, he's up six strokes and they, get, they told him on the 18th tee, agreeing on Saturday, they had COVID, he couldn't play. And then like he proceeded to win the U S open, a bunch of other tournaments. And it's just going to be, whenever he tees it up, he's, I, he should be a top five and, and will probably, you know, get a bunch of wins this year. A hundred percent. And I that's what I, it was funny. You just mentioned that I was going to say that he might just turn into just a, when we give out our picks, just assume we're betting on John Rom to finish top five. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, he's just like that dominant football team or the dominant, or you just forget about them. Like, oh, yeah, then they're going to be there too. They're always great. Like, John Rahm is going to be there 
a friend of mine texted me Sunday night. He's like, yeah, I picked Rom and Morikawa. I'm like, those are two very good picks. Like, yeah. <laughs> Rom yeah. is going to be, if you can use him uh, and get some odds on him, which you're not going to really be able to at all anymore this year. Like, yeah, he's, he's going to be a, every week kind of pick. And I just, I just pulled up his PGA tour page and I'm looking at it and we talked to, we just spent five minutes talking about his game and how unbeatable he is. During this stretch of golf, I know that the memorial is a little bit of an asterisk because he was winning by, what, seven, six shots? Like, that was all but over. He's won once. He won the U.S. Open. Yeah, he's, he's had some really tough defeats. Where, like, just Yeah, so is it something that – and it's not even like he's not playing well on Sunday. Is it just so happening that every tournament he finished second in, just someone's – a different person is just playing better than him that week? Like, it doesn't really make sense that he's only won once. No, and the, those scores that you said for, for last week in Maui – what he has 61 on Saturday, like three rounds in the sixties and loses by a stroke. Yeah. Like Justin, yeah. Justin Thomas set the course record and he had it for 90 minutes before John Rom tied it after he played yeah. his last 12 holes, 11 under. But that's again, that's, I, I was just in awe of Cameron Smith all weekend long because he had John Rom, the beast behind him, you know, just piling up birdies and like Cameron Smith didn't flinch. He never seemed to be, you know, in all the situation or concerned about like he was so goddamn calm on those greens knocking in those putts it was like it was like he was just playing in a saturday game with his friends yeah his his putting was ridiculous like i forget it was on saturday saturday is round if you guys missed that probably missed one of the best like back and forth um shout out solly a true match play situation um it was ridiculous when john rom like buried a 30 footer for birdie Cameron smith just stood up and drained like a 25 footer for birdie. Like he was just putting his ball on top of John Rahm's every single time. And on that Saturday, Cam Smith shot 64 and lost a three shot lead. Yeah, like that's what, he, that's what he was dealing with. And lost his, and lost his lead. Just incredible. And it, the Americans should be very thankful that Cam Smith is not from Europe. And we, we would have to deal with him every five, because he would be an absolute murderer in the Ryder cup. Now we get him in the president's cup. Now we get in the president's cup, I guess for sure. But it's just, God, if he was on, I get the President's Cup, that's you, I mean, last year or the last President's Cup wasn't, that's usually an ass kicking. If he was on a Ryder Cup team, that would be none night, but. No, but he's played well and, you know, he won last year with Leash and uh, at the Zurich and he's done, always done well at the Masters. He's played well in other majors like this, like holding off Rom in the first term of the year, the way he did, like he didn't just like, you know you know, ease his way to it. Like he went out and made it. He made 33 birdies in four rounds and three Eagles. Like, I feel like this victory is only going to make him even stronger. You know, it's cliche to say, but like the way he played, the, the, the person that he held off, like he didn't hold off some random, you know, top 10 player. He held off John Rahm, who's easily the best player in the world and did it in style. So I think big things for Cam Smith going forward. Yeah, it would be a lot. It would be a lot different if Cam Smith went out there and shot like 69 and John Rahm like limped home with like a 72 or something. John Rahm shot 66 in the final round and Cam Smith needed to shoot 65. Yeah. Like that's big ball stuff. Like that's putting the balls on the table. Like, all right, let's go. It was nuts. Yeah. It was crazy. One and then, I mean, Matt Jones was a monster too. Matt Jones on the weekend shot 62-61 and lost by two. <laughs> <laughs> 62 61 on a par 73. Like, that's ridiculous. It's crazy. Like, it really is. It's not 62 on Saturday, which would have set the course record if, J if JT didn't go off. And then he tied the course record on Sunday and <laughs> lost by two. Yeah. He didn't even come in second. He came in third. We talked about him. He was part of my trivia last week. He was the, the fastest player who won the uh, Honda Classic last year. Correct. Uh, and did you see, I, I think the PGA Tour to, uh, put it out, the video of him 
yes. when he gets to address and when he fire and when he hits it, it's like three seconds. <laughs> it was like it was like nothing. <laughs> like if you're playing with him, like you talk to him so much, so many times during his backswing because he just he doesn't give you any time to like do anything up there. Yeah, he takes a step towards the ball and looks at the fairway once and then just goes and hits the gun. Like, it, he doesn't even do, like, a waggle. He doesn't move no. his fingers. It's literally when the club head goes behind the golf ball, he pulls it. I was scrolling through Twitter, I think, when I saw that video, and I thought I missed the beginning of the video. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it was already swinging. I'm like, oh, let me see what happened. I'm like, oh, no, that's a whole video. <laughs> I literally yeah. just shot, like, a second and a half. Like, what do, you, what do you have to do? Like, you get up there, you see where you want the ball to go, and fire away. Yeah, it was insane. Um, it wouldn't be right for us not to mention JT, uh, shout out JT. We'll go over our bets here in a second. Um, we had, or I had JT for a top five last week. I forget if you piggybacked on that one. Um, just, and I tweeted this out on Saturday and it is funny because John Rom just did the same thing within an hour of each other. Mm. I don't know if anybody cooks like Justin Thomas cooks, like when he's really going. Yeah. What did he shoot at Wiley a couple years ago? Did he shoot like a 59? 59. Yeah. Yeah. He feels like whenever he starts going, like he's going to, that's why whenever I pick him, like for a tournament, I'm like, I'm going to win this tournament in my, you know. Cause you only need one. He yeah. could shoot, he could shoot even par for three rounds. He's going to shoot nine under at some point. Mm-hmm. Like when you yeah. pick him for a tournament and like, you know, he's getting now Saturday, like, all right, let's watch Justin Thomas. He could, he could go 10 under today. You know, it's what happened at the players. He barely made the cut and I had him and I'm like, fucking a, I can't believe yeah. it. And then he just, just went off on the weekend. It's like, Oh, Justin Thomas is back. It's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. And the thing about JT, it's like, not even like when John Rom tied the scoring record, he was making a bunch of putts. Like he had like a, probably a couple 30 footers. JT oh, yeah. just hits it to four feet and makes birdie. Yeah. It's insane. That course is so fun to watch. It was such a perfect opening weekend of golf because you got two really good players going head to head that were kind of distanced themselves from the field. So it was, as they say, a uh, match plays thing happening. <laughs> and but yeah, so you can focus on these good. really good players who are playing at like ridiculous levels. And then this golf course is so fun to watch. Like they'll show a tee shot and the ball is just start. It's still st- they just show like ten seconds of it just rolling down a fairway. You have no idea where it's going, but you're just sitting there on wow, it's just going to keep going. It's just going to keep going. And like the twists and turns of that course and like the, the, the par fives are fun as hell. Like that second shot on 18 where they're basically on a slope like this and then they hit it down. Like I wa- I love watching the ball on the ground, how it works on the ground and how they would hit it, you know, it, before the green, it would roll down that big hill down to the, to the pin. It was just like, it was just such interesting golf as opposed to driver, pitching wedge, driver, pitching wedge, like we're going to see this weekend. But it was correct. Just, it's just great golf to watch. Yeah, and I always they're creative. Every, they're getting creative about that. Exactly. You know? Every single you truly have to use the undulation around that golf course to get the ball to close the hole, and it's awesome. Um, a little less this year just because the greens were so soft, but yeah. it's you really need to know that place. Um, every single year going before the uh, the tournament of champions, I forget how fantastic the view is behind eighteen. Right. I like know. on that tee box, it's yeah. insane that view. Yeah, there's so many like there's so many moments where I was watching it. Like there's one time where I forget what hole it was on, but Phil was in a greenside bunker and they had a camera shot from like far back and it showed you could see Phil in the bunker, you could see the green, and then behind them was like this cove and the ocean and this island. And you're like, this is golf is just the goddamn best. Yeah, <laughs> on golf. Yeah, on golf week we put together like galleries of like each week or whatever. Go on golf week and look at the Kapalua one. It's insane. I, I the shots imagine. that they get around that place. Yeah, picking photos for that gallery is hard because there's probably like nine thousand that you want to put. It's in impossible. 
Oof, that's beautiful. It's impossible. That's my Friday and Saturday duty is to yeah. load that thing up. And it's just like, I want to add 250 photos to them. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, to recap a little bit of the betting card that we had. Um, so my official card went out on my preview. I had uh, Jordan Speed top 10. We missed that one. He didn't have a great Thursday, Friday. He did play well over the weekend, uh, but obviously he just fell way too behind on Thursday and Friday. We missed Xander who had it rolling on Saturday and then for some reason made a bunch of bogeys on the back nine, ended up shooting, I only think, like one under on one of his on one of his nines, which killed him. Yeah. JT, yep. top five, we hit that one. Shout out, uh, Daniel Berger made bogey at the last to push him underneath, which was fire. JT was sitting T5. Patrick Cantlay made birdie on the last to push JT to T6, and I shut the app because I was so pissed. And then uh, I got I got home and DB bogeyed. So shout out DB, made yeah. bogey, JT top five, cash that one. And then we cashed Sungjae in with a T8 for a top five. So we were up uh, almost a full unit. Not great, but we'll take that. Yeah. Take positives. Yeah, I, we'll uh, every, anytime you're making money, we'll take that. I had, I had uh, picked uh, Jason Kokrak to finish in the top 10 at plus 200. And um, Jason Kokrak finished dead last. De- did he actually take finish dead last? Yikes! Uh, I'm not, I'm I mean I'm not much better. I sprinkled a little bit. I came out uh, still positive for the week because I didn't put nearly a full unit on Victor to win. Um, yeah. But I mean he had a he had a tough week too. Did you see his? Uh, that kid is so happy. We were talking about how happy he is last week. When he the lie's not that bad. It's in the middle of like, <laughs> goddamn, like it's in the middle of all the shit. Like you can't even see like from his knees down. And the chipper Hovland looks back and his guy's like. It's actually a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good lie. It's a good lie is good. Like the lie is good. He was the. Um, I forget if he was the featured group on ESPN Plus that morning, but I was yeah. watching it, and I watched that happen. I watched that happen live, and I was just like, "That is going to be on Twitter in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on Twitter in five minutes." The lie is like, really good. And the lies, the lies, good. I just don't know if I can make a swing. It's like Victor, if you can't make a swing, the lie is not good, brother. No. Like you can't hit that golf ball. Yeah, he's he's just the best. He's just so happy. Like that was why it was so stunning to see how mad he was at Delta, and they really screwed him. And first, he lost his clubs, broke his driver. But someone on Twitter, when we, we tweeted about that, they're right. Like, why does he not have like a hard shell bag for his clubs? What, what how is Victor Hovland traveling with these clubs? Yeah, the hard the hard case is like a must. I mean, yeah. especially for those guys, that's like your livelihood. Like yeah. protect that shit. Like put it in armor. Yeah. Yeah, so that sucked. I mean, he had an okay first round, like four under. He kind of fell behind. And then um, he had a decent Friday, and then Saturday sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that blew. He shot even par on Saturday, which will hurt. That's the day that everybody was shooting course records. So that I sucks. Had a Patrick Reed top 10 plus 150. That didn't happen. And Patrick Reed had a brutal first round. Like, he's playing now, of course. Of course, he's playing PXG clubs now. Like, he's the perfect. Of course, course he's playing person. PXG. And he's playing the one club that all the PXG guys don't play. Yeah. Like Pat Perez, he doesn't have a job. I don't even, I, he might not even actually be PXG anymore, I guess. Um, but all the PXG guys don't play the PX driver because it sucks so bad. And of course, that is the one that Patrick Reed is hitting. It's just, yeah, it's, I saw, I think I everything saw in the world makes sense. Yeah. I saw like one of the rounds, like his driving average or something, it was like 264. He had to drive like 264. And people are laughing at him for making the switch to PXG. And it's just such it's such the villain move by Patrick Reed. 
Yeah, and the first I forget the exact stat, but everybody was tweeting it out because obviously it was very funny. I think in the first round he lost like nearly three and a half strokes on the field with driver. And it's like, of course he did. Of course. Can you be did. friends with somebody if they have PXG clubs? No. I it is very funny, actually. When I worked at the country club in college, like when I, somebody had PXG clubs, I just assume you're a douchebag. Yeah. Like, like I, because my job was to like, you know, drive a cart down to their car, big private country club or whatever, drive a cart down to their club, drop it out for them, get the clubs out of the uh, trunk or whatever. I was a bitch is what I'm saying. Yeah. And then whenever I, whenever I scooped up PXG clubs, I'm like, man, this guy's a douchebag. I just know this guy sucks. And he's probably like a 25 handicap, but he bought $3,000 clubs because he thinks they're like better than everything else. He saw those commercials were like, why do you make good clubs? You go to bed early, you get up late, you stay in the meeting. I'm like, oh, I really like these guys. I got to get this club. <laughs> you survived the pandemic. Why you deserve is, a reward. Like what? <laughs> why is Bob Parsons yelling at me at 730 in the morning? Watching yeah. the SVM Plus? They're like, we'll be right back. And a minute later, like, you know what you got to do to me? <laughs> like, all right, calm down, bro. They're golf clubs. That's all they are. Just settle down. Have you yeah. ever hit them? Have you ever hit PXG? They suck. They're terrible. No. Oh my God. I don't like, they are really bad. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. It's, it's tough. But it all makes sense in the world that Patrick Reed's playing PXG. Yeah. So he didn't have a good one. It was, I was hoping, I was hoping Coke Rack would do something for me. I had such good vibes with him and Nah when they went a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, you did. That was almost like a um, I owe you bet. Like, man, you you won me this one. I'm just gonna keep riding with you, and then now he's got to go on the shelf. Yeah, I could only laugh when I saw his name down there at the bottom. <laughs> that is very true. You pick him for like a top ten, dead last. Like, if, yeah, no one finish, was worse. Like, don't finish fourth, like fourth to last. Finish in dead last by yourself. And yeah, by yourself. He didn't even tie for last. He was the worst golfer in Hawaii for four days. Mm-hmm. Love that. Go, Greg. <laughs> go, Greg. Go, Greg. Um, I do kind of regret my Jordan Spieth bet because I didn't know he was going through another swing change. Like, can this guy just play fucking? He had a great year. Just yeah. do it. Do it again. You don't have to do another swing change. God, that pissed me off. Because last year he was getting to uh, not to get all tech, you know, a bunch of technical talk or whatever. But he was very, he was very like laid off at the top. And that means he can use rotation and just hit a cut all the time. Mm-hmm. And this week he was trying to get the club in a little bit more of an upright position. And if I knew that, I wouldn't have bet him. He's got to text me that stuff. People should sure. people should like send that shit out. Like I'm going through something. Have, uh, Don't bet on me. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working through some things at the top of my swing. Rather, you might want to look elsewhere this weekend. You're like, oh, thank you, thank you, George. It's very frustrating. Yeah, trying to make Sucks. some money out here. Just let me fucking know. But yeah, so shout out Cam Smith. That's what his fourth win on tour third i know he won obviously with uh big leash he won the sony in 2020 and then this one so maybe it's just three i can't remember if he won that one before that i saw a stat about him where is it right here uh four pg or four plus pga tour wins before the age of 30 uh jason day has had 10 adam scott seven cam smith four so okay We'll take this. So he does have four. Yep. Before the age of 30. We like that. Yeah, not bad. Jason oh, Day he's won the Zurich twice. Dude loves New Orleans. Yeah. Now I know who I'm betting on at the Zurich. <laughs> and I saw him at dinner a couple of weeks ago in uh, Jacksonville. It's just funny to sit there and see this kid just sitting there with his huge mullet. And then a couple of weeks later, he's just winning $1.4 million in Maui. Like it's no big deal. Yeah, that'd be, nice. be fun. Yeah. I'd be fine. He was, I'm going to be struggling 
uh, on a Saturday around my friends, what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be in Maui winning $1.4 million. Oh. What a fun conversation that would be. And he's the perfect guy because he really doesn't give a shit. No. He looked like he was just going to go like fishing. Yeah. Like, yeah. We were at the steakhouse and like, you could tell he was with probably like his management or like, you know, you know some of his, uh, his equipment guys. Just one of those dinners where you have to go and show your face and know, oh, yeah, so, so yeah, I'm looking forward to having a good year too. And like, <laughs> Then just goes out and wins one point four million dollars, and and it does seem like I know he hasn't won. I mean, he obviously won the Zurich or whatever, but he was in the that last WGC of the last year when Abe won. Remember, he like was in the middle of the trees and he tried to hit the hero shot or whatever, uh, and then he lost to Finau at the Northern Trust in a playoff. So you could argue he's probably been what a top five player in the world for the last like four months, five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a stud, and his game is ridiculously good so it wouldn't surprise me if he wins another uh, probably like one or two more tournaments this year he's nasty. yeah i think he's he's, he's gonna contend in majors again yeah i was just gonna say look out for him in a major just because his game fits majors like he's just good off the tee he can roll it good iron player he's just good at everything i like him at the uh, u.s open now at the brooklyn at the country club yeah small greens and yeah the way he rolls that putter man it just looked like it was like it was nothing it is it is fun betting on someone when they're a good putter yeah, because even when they have like ten feet for par, you're just like, I feel confident right now. Love that. All right, well, we can j- let's jump into the Sony. Last week in Hawaii, it's gonna be fun. Uh, Bryson was originally in the field. I guess he has wrist soreness, so he's no longer in the field, uh, which is probably a good thing because they would have to put a net up behind the range for him. I, know. I wanted him to be in the so so bad just to see, uh, just to see him knock the ball around that that shortest kind of golf course. I do have to say something about Bryson. Uh, he's a lot less hateable when he doesn't wear that stupid fucking hat. Right? He was wearing a normal hat. And all four days. All four days. I mean, obviously, I still don't like him. But it does bring it down several notches that he doesn't wear that stupid hat. Yeah, that hat is so douchey. So shout out Bryson for wearing a normal person's hat and no longer wearing that stupid shit because that was so annoying. Wrist soreness. Wrist soreness. Maybe don't hit long drive on your off days with YouTubers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that should be maybe that should be your priority. Uh, betting favorite is Cam Smith at plus one thousand. I didn't see the line. I don't even know if they released the lines before Bryson withdrew. I'm sure Bryson would have been right up there, but Cam Smith is the betting favorite. Kevin Nas, the defending champ, he was T13 last week at the Century Tournament Champions, so he should be right in the mix again. He's another guy that's just like hit fairways, hit greens, and if his putter gets hot, he's going to be right there. So we'll see about Kevin Nas. The golf course, YLI, Country Club, par 70. Shout out me for, I think, pronouncing that right. We spent 10 minutes before the show trying to figure out the right pronunciation. I think I got it right. 7,044 yards. So it's a shorty. Par 70, barely over 7,000 yards. Seth Rayner design. Tom Doak actually did a restoration in 2017. Bermuda Greens, the weather. Just a recap. I'm not going to go every day. Uh, It's Hawaii. It's going to be partly cloudy to mostly sunny every single day. Uh, 13% chance of rain is the highest. So it's going to be another dry week and the wind isn't blowing. So how do they, how do they get that number? 13% chance of rain. How do they get 13? You know what I learned recently <laughs> about percent chance of rain? Did you know? I'm it, bullshit on that. 13, did you, uh, 13%. Did you know that 13% chance of rain doesn't mean that it's a 13% chance of raining? It means it's no. going to rain, but it's only going to hit 13% of people. What? Did you know that? <laughs> I learned that literally like a week ago. 13, it's only going to hit. 13%. I guess there is going to be rain, but it's only going to hit thirteen percent of the ground in wow. the area. 
Fun facts. If that is in that if if that is incorrect, don't come for me. But I did learn that from somebody, gonna, some I'm scientist. Pass that along with no research. I'm gonna no pass research. No research. You know, tweet no. that tweet that out later and see if somebody comes for you. But I believe that is the that is it. I learned it on Twitter from a scientist. Hank know? Green. If you know Hank Green, shout out Hank Green. He yeah, did Hank a bunch Green. of. Uh, YouTube videos or whatever back in the day. I don't know if you're young enough for that. You might not be, you might, that might be past you, but on YouTube, he used to do like a bunch of like, um, what's YouTube? Uh, what are they called? Some course thing, but shout out Hank Green. Key stats. This golf course, um, is going to be a little bit more boring, I guess, than you want to call it. Definitely think like Harbor town, um, RBC heritage, like hit it in the fairway. Apparently it's not as important as a lot of people think. Um, I, I know the last couple winners, like three out of the last four winners hit like less than 60% of fairway. So it's not really that important, but stroke scene putting is very important. Kevin Na was the first winner of the Sony since 2014 to not rank inside the top six in stroke scene putting for the week. Wow. So you got to roll it. And then stroke scene approach five of the last six winners at YLI have ranked inside the top 10 in stroke scene approach for the week. Cameron Smith was a lone outlier. He ranked 53rd, but that's because he was unconscious on the greens. So yeah, you got to roll it and you have to hit irons. I read uh, today, we're looking up stuff for today's tournament, the, the, the rough is going to be 33% higher than it normally is. So there you go. So maybe driving accuracy, maybe they weren't happy with last year, so they, they didn't cut the rough as much, which there I really like. Is, there, yeah, there really isn't much defense to that course. Like it's, it's, it's flat, it's, it's short. These guys obviously now can pound it a mile, so they have to do something to try to make it just a little bit tougher. And so maybe that will be a difference, but still it's not going to be like U.S. Open type. Yeah, I mean, expect if the guys find fairways, expect the scores to be outrageously low because even the greens are flat. Like if you have a per- perfect uh, putting mat in your apartment or wherever it's that flat. Like it's crazy. So I would feel like too, if, if I'm a PGA tour player, like that'd be the perfect place to start your year. Go to Hawaii. Correct. If you're not playing in Maui, go like a couple weeks before spend time. And then your first tournament is on, you know, one of the easiest courses on tour. It's For, basically like a, yeah. a Muni course where it's, there's not really, it's not that difficult. Go it's there, the ultimate some, tune up. Yeah. Get some ultimate good vibes. Tune-up. You know, make the cut, make some money over the weekend in, in Hawaii, and then come back to the states and do the California swing. Like instead of getting off, to, I guess Palm Springs is, isn't that hard, but I mean, you know, go to Hawaii and just get going. Yeah, it doesn't hurt that uh, a tune-up tournament for you is in Hawaii, so you oh, can just go to Hawaii thing. with the whole family. It's annoying. It's an annoying flight to get there. It's 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 a, it's a way. I guess to get that is true. I guess but, that is true. But hey, you could start your season in worse places. Right. Uh, I'm looking at the schedule again. So we have the Sony and then the American Express, which is okay. And then we just get into some fucking golf. Yeah. So in a couple of weeks, we're going now. West Coast Golf. Wait. I can't wait for it. Uh, Data Golf Info. The folks at Data Golf, shout out you guys. You're one of the reasons that I sound smart in the show. Uh, I didn't do trending just because they, we've played one tournament in the last month and a half. So that doesn't really seem necessary. Exactly. You guys know the leaderboard from last week. The course fit. Uh, number one, I've never heard of this place. Lack. Cantaria GC. I have no idea what that is. Number two is Harbor Town, which that is the one that you guys should be looking at. You come whenever you see uh, gambling people on Twitter this week, they're always going to reference, look at the RBC Heritage, Webb Simpson, all those guys. Percent chance to win. Uh, Cameron Smith is at 8.2. Sungjae Im is at 5.2. And Webb Simpson's at 4.2. Again, RBC Heritage, who do you think of Webb Simpson? That's one of the reasons. Right. 
Betting odds. Let's go through the top 10 real quick. Cameron Smith, again, is the betting favorite, plus 1,000. Webb Simpson and Sungjae Amor at plus 1,500. Mark Leishman, Hideki Matsuyama, and Corey Connors are at plus 2,000. Kevin Nav, Russell Henley, Abraham Anser, and Taylor Gooch are at plus 3,000. Hmm. So again, last week on the card, uh, we were 2 of 4, but we were up almost a full unit, so we'll take that. Andy, mm-hmm. first guy you're thinking of this week. Uh, first guy I'm thinking of this week here in my notes is Kiz, right? He's on mine too. Yep. Perfect course for him. Uh, he had T8 last week, which is impressive for him in that course because he's, he's not a long hitter. Yeah, I wrote it in um, in my little blurb in my uh, preview for this week. That is maybe as good as he could have done at that golf course. He doesn't have the length to keep up with everybody else. His iron play was kind of garbage, to be honest with you, last season. And it looked like his iron play came back a little bit last week. And he putted really well. A top 10 finish for kids there is about as good as he could have done. Especially when the course is so wet. Like he wasn't getting Correct. a lot of stuff. So. Exactly. It was soft too. So a 7,600 golf course is now playing closer to probably like 78. And that's a mm-hmm. big difference. You don't get the rollout off the tee. So for him to finish T8, that is borderline yeah. as good as he could have done. He could pretty- never win that tournament in a million years. Not a million years. He's, no. he's seven for seven here at the Sony. He's got three top fives. You know, he's got he, he got a win for the last fall, the fall series. He got a win. So his games there around there. And, he, you know, he's had some success. He's plus 350 to, for a top 10, you know. So, yeah, I have him. I have him written down right now for a top 20 at plus 162, which is still a pretty good bet for a top 20. Um, and you can't tell me that he isn't going to be vibing this week after what happened last night in the national championship. Oh, yeah. Go dogs. Go dogs. He's going to be yeah. vibing. He's going to be buzzing probably for several reasons. He might be still drunk. Um, it was very funny. It looked like he posted a picture on Twitter last night or it might have even been this morning. He was with, I don't know if it was a, a current photo, but it was a photo of him with all the tour players that are from Georgia. Like it was him, Harris English, Brian Harmon, um, Swafford, I think was in there somewhere. It was everybody. Yeah. Very good photo. But yeah, Kiz, Kiz is going to be on the card this week. I just have to figure out where I'm going to put him, either top 10 or top 20. But I love Kiz this week. Can I give you another name that um, he, he didn't get the respect last week and he actually played pretty well considering the respect he didn't get going into the tournament? Who you got? You know who I'm talking about here? We talked about him last week. He was like, Did we? Second to last in the odds. We were both like, How is he getting that disrespect? Oh, Harris English? Stuart Sink, my friend. Oh, Stuart Sink. Harris Stewart. English was down there too, I feel like. Yeah, Sink was way down there. He finished T21. Um, and I think uh, the big man is – he played great last year. A couple wins last year. Played, he won it. Uh, One of them was Harbortown. Harbortown. Uh, there's not really any – as we said, there's no – this is an easy course for an older gentleman like himself to walk. Uh, I think he and his son are, are, are going to be good in this environment. He's a top, he's plus 300 for a top 20. I feel like that's good. Good. That's good money. That's, that's a top awesome value bet right there. Top 20 yeah. for him. So I was looking at that. He's plus 700 for a top 10. So Jesus. Uh, you know? <laughs> oh my I God. See, I could see old man sink having a little fun down there in, in uh, Hawaii. Hell yeah. Um, there are a couple, I'll go through who I have on the list right now. And then I do have a couple names that I haven't included yet. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the names that I do have, top 20 for plus 220, Charles Howell III. Oh, this is you the might, Charles Howell Invitational. And true. I know maybe somebody that doesn't know about the Sony Open. This, this might as well be his tournament. This, this might as well be his backyard. Yeah. 
Justin Ray tweeted out earlier today. Shout out Justin Ray. You're another reason why I found, uh, sound smart. Charles Howell the third career at the Sony Open. 20 starts, 20 made cuts, 10 top 10s. He's earned $3 million here. 59 rounds in the 60s. He's 190 under par. I will take Charles Howell the third for a top 20 at plus 220. He's finished inside the top 20 here three straight years. It's unreal. Like it's unbelievable. This is my first, my season uh, begins this year, of, right, this week for the, uh, one of my season long pools, suicide pools. You know, you can only take a guy once. You yeah. can't use him again. Uh, and I'm always like, I always come into this, like trying to figure out who's played well, but it's been such a long break. And it's like, I'll just use Charles Howell the third. You're not going to use him anywhere else. No. <laughs> you know? And you don't have to burn any players that you might use later on. Like leash is good, but he could be somebody you want to pick at bigger tournaments. Uh, Sung JM is going to be good here, but you know, might pick him somewhere else. This is the Charles Howell invitational. This is his 20 for 20, 10 top tens. This is borderline just like a respect pick. Yeah. You know, like this is just, this is Don't what know. you do. You just play you know well at the Sony Open. Do you know how Charles Dow did in his last tournament? No idea. I have no fucking <laughs> clue what he's done over the last 12 months, but I do know that he plays very well here and that's all that matters. So you Charles put a gun to my head and you said, where did he even play for the last three tournaments? What three last three tournaments did he play? I would go, um, can I, can I pet my dog real quick and just say goodbye? <laughs> I, I have no fucking idea. No. I have no. no idea. Don't know. But all I know is that he finds the top of the leaderboard somewhere at the Sony Open. So I'll take him for a top 20. Yeah, that's a good call. Out of respect. Yeah. Respect to Charles Howell III. Correct. And it's a good week for guys with numbers at the end of their last name. It is. That's in the fourth quarterback for the Georgia Dogs. That's true. The Roman numeral guys. We could ride that. Big week for Roman numeral guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Who else you got on your list? Uh, I got Sung JM. He's got uh, his scoring average of this course is 67.83. We like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, he's three for three here at Wiley. He's at plus 210 for top 10. Uh, his top 20 is just too, it's just not worth betting. Yeah. It's what, minus 110, I think, close yeah. to even money. Yeah. It's not worth it, but you know, again, if you're starting a season-long pool, could be a guy to look at to, to get you a good finish, get you some good money to get out of there. I like that. The last guy I have on my list before I get dive into some guys that I think might end up on the list, uh, I got Corey Connors. We haven't seen his name in a while. I don't think he hasn't played since the RSM. Uh, let's see, where did he finish at the RSM? I think he finished okay, like top thirty maybe, but. He's played well here recently, T12 in 2020, T3 in 2019. He's just one of those guys that is very boring to watch golf because he just hits every fairway. His iron play is so good, and he can roll it. That I know at some point last year, I think he was inside the top 15 in strokes and off the tee approach and putting. Like He's just one of those guys, and for some reason, he just doesn't win. But he can crank out top 20s. Data Golf has Connors ranked fifth in their CH index, which is averages your strokes gained at the golf course. And it actually adjusts for like field strength and all that kind of stuff. Complex shit that I don't understand, but mm -hmm. he's fifth in that ranking. You love to see that. It's a comfy fit for him. I expect him to play well. So I'm going to put Corey Connors on the card, top 20 for plus 130. Was I was actually shocked I can get plus value for him for a top 20 because that's all that that guy does. Top 20 yeah. finish. He's a T3 here in 2019 and a T12 in 2020. So we'll take that. We love yeah. that. That's good. That's good money for, for a top 20. Yeah. I, I saw, as soon as I saw those odds, I, that's going on the card. Mm -hmm. We love that. Corey Connors. It's a big Corey Connors week here at Twilight Nine. I love Corey Connors this week. 
and he's another name that I don't even know if he, maybe he's won it. I have no idea. When I think about like the RBC heritage, like for some reason, his face pops in my mind. I don't even know if he's played well there, but he just seems like a guy that would play well there. Yeah. I don't know. Who else do you like? Uh, I know a popular pick going around is Abe Answer, which I you agree love with. You love Abe Answer. I love Abe Answer. You love him. I love Abe Answer. He's the best. Uh, he's another guy that just, let me bring up his stats from last year. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, he was fifth in driving accuracy. He's inside the top 25 in greens and regulation percentage last season. He hasn't really played a whole bunch this year, so I'm not going to use a bunch of his stats. He does have, he was T seven at Mayakoba, but again, that was two months ago. So who really cares? He didn't play great last week at the century tournament champions. He was almost dead last, but he's just one of those guys that if his putter gets hot, he's going to make a fuck ton of birdies. Cause he's just in play all the time. I don't know if he's going to go on the card yet. He's plus 3,000 to win. He might be a sneaky winner pick because I think in the last 10 Sony Opens, there's only been two winners inside plus 2,000 odds. So it's a big like plus 3,000 to plus like 8,000 golf course. That's where you want to kind of target. I like Abe Anta this week. I don't know where he's going to go on the card. He is plus 162, I believe, for a top 20, which is ridiculous value for him. That's probably based on last week. He didn't look great. But I really do love Abe Answer. Can I give you a quick update on Charles Howell the third? Did he withdraw? No, he's, he's oh that would I would hate he, that. His last time out was at Sea Island. Sea Island, he finished T sixteen. So he is peaking at the right moment. Oh, he played at the RSM? Yeah. There you uh, go. T sixteen. He is peaking for his invitational. He's that might, as, that might as well be free money. Yeah. Plus two twenty on him to finish in the top twenty. Dude peaked yeah. two months ago. He's gonna play great. Yeah, I love that. Do you do any of these uh, season-long pools, one and dones? Uh, I don't. They are fun. I should get in. I, I do you think it's too late to like get in one on those? I can get you in one. Can, if you just you start. In. Yeah, I can get you in. We start our picks are due. Uh, let's do Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Pacific. I can only I can only um, use Rory once. Yeah, I can tell you what I, it's going to be. Master. <laughs> I used that son of a bitch at the uh, players' championship last year. The players? No, actually, didn't make the cut. <laughs> not the Masters. Not the Masters. Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. <laughs> Wells Fargo. You, you can can't handle, stop winning at Wells Fargo. You can handle the pressure of being the defending champ at the Wells Fargo. You think? You know how the Charles Howell tournament is the Sony Open. You might as well rename the Wells Fargo to like the McElroy Invitational. I'm, as an American, I'm just so thankful that he can't play in the Presidents' Cup this year because that's where the Presidents' Cup is being held. The Americans are very thankful that he was he he's Irish. America. Oh, he my God. <laughs> if it's possible to go 8-0 in the President's Cup, <laughs> go 8-0. <laughs> he better he not could, show up in any disguise or anything. At the president's send him out twice. Yeah. The first day and last group, it's Rory McIlroy. Uh, no, it's not for you, Rory. <laughs> I forgot that it's at Quail Hollow. Oh, <laughs> so God. Yeah, that is a stupid choice. That's a stupid choice. You got anybody who else is it? you got anybody else on your radar there? I got to bring, I'm going to br- shout out typical. I'm bringing up your app right now. Cause I got to look at the, uh, yeah. the odds here. Leash is a sexy pick to go back to back Australians. Leash is a sexy success. pick. He's, he's one of the guys that was on my list. Yeah. He's 12 for 12 for making the cut, uh, four top tens, seven top twenties. Uh, what is he? Typical top typical has him at plus 200 right now for a top 10 plus 450 for a top five plus 2000 for a win. Um, I can see him being a top 10. You want to hear the most boring pick of all time and listeners, longtime listeners of the show know I bet on him a lot and make a lot of money on him. Russell Henley. 
Huh? Who? Russell Henley. Oh, I was going to oh, tell you. Oh, and you. That was your first episode you were on. Yeah. <laughs> Russell yeah. Henley. Come on. Yeah, I forgot about that. Russell Henley. Russell in my Henley. mind, he's won in Hawaii like nine times. But nine I think, times. <laughs> I think it's only it's, his only win was that was in Hawaii at this at the Sony. But like he's always like out on Saturday at Wiley. They're like, and Russell Henley is it's his 20 footer to go to nine under. And you're like, ah, I should have picked him. Damn. Yeah, Russell Henley. He doesn't, I, I really don't think he like plays on the PGA tour. He plays in like eight events a year, but whenever he does, he just pops up and finishes inside the top 30. And if you get lucky, he finishes inside the top 20. He's never in discussions for majors. He's never sniffing never. a Ryder cup team, president cup team, never, but every once in a while I see him pop up at these places and he's like, yeah, yeah third place finish. He, uh, he's played in five events so far this season. He hasn't played since the RSM classic in those five events. He has four top 25 finishes. That's all he does. He just cashes checks for top 25s. I don't know what to do with my first pick of my suicide pool, season-long pool. So that's a boring pick, plus 162 for a top 20. Um, If I'm looking at it a little bit, like Matt Jones is plus 210 for a top 20. He's coming off a monster week. Seamus Power is coming off a good week, plus 210. Mm -hmm. Um, A sneaky one, and listeners of the show know that I like this guy too, Mav McNeely. Mm-hmm. he's a stud plus 210 for a top 20 um who else if i go down this list a little bit joel damon at plus 240 might be a sneaky good top 20 pick he's another boring guy to watch play golf but he's very funny mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out brendan todd when he went on that run a couple years ago plus 280 for a top 20 yeah going down here <laughs> russell knox this is a very Russell Knox golf course. <laughs> last last week we were kind of crapping on Sam Burns and being boring in his name. At one point last week he was like top five. He, he played pretty well. Yeah, he played pretty well. Agreed. Um, Peter Malnati. Shout out Peter Malnati. He's plus five fifty for a top twenty. This is a very Peter Malnati golf course. Yeah. Just think of the boring players on the PGA Tour and bet on them this week. That's what you should do. This week's a hole in one odds. Uh, yes, minus one forty. No, plus one hundred. So there's no hole in ones last week. Of course, last week the odds for no were minus like, one eighty or what, minus eight hundred, right? Seven, yeah, thirty minus seven hundred eighty-three. Uh, so I think there'll be more than one hole in one this week. So I would say yes on that if you feel like taking it. There'll be a bet on that. Um, you can bet on the winning margin, which is always kind of fun. Um, I so, like. I like one shot or playoff. Yeah. With the playoffs. amount of birdies that are going to be here, it's either going to be a one shot or playoff. One shots plus 250, playoffs plus 300. If you bet them both, you'll probably win one of them and mm-hmm. you'll cover yourself and win money. I just think without many birdies that this course is going to give up, it's going to be one shot or playoff. Easily, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like I think the odds on that for like, they went down to like three strokes or four stroke wins. And it was so big. It's like, there's no way no one ever runs away with this. Ever. Correct. So if you bet on both of those, you'll probably win one of them and you'll still be That's in the smart. green. So we'll take that. That's what mm-hmm. I do. I like to sandwich some of that sometimes, you know, kind of yeah. back myself up. I like that. You'd be fun to watch at a roulette table. Like I, I figured, I think you would have like, you, you know, ways to cover everything. And, Correct. You know, you know, walk away. You're like, yeah, I won a uh, hundred ten bucks. Yeah. You yeah. just finish in the green. That's all you're trying yeah. to do. <laughs> I didn't win 20 grand. I didn't lose five grand. I won I got 120 bucks. I got to yeah. have a nice steak dinner. It is funny. It's very, it's, uh, 
not rare that I bet an outright winner in a golf tournament, but I got to feel really fucking good about it. Like last week, I bet on Victor, but I bet him for like a fourth of a unit yeah. or something. Like I barely put any money on it. I think you're the roulette player where like, when they're like, last bets, and all of a sudden you just like throw down like nine bets at the last second all across the table. Yeah, like, yeah, right. like, all right, sir, back away. Like, okay. okay. Just spread it out everywhere. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Oh God. Any, uh, do we have any, uh, closing thoughts for the day today before we get out of here? No, I'm just, uh, it's our first full field. Uh, and we really get to see like what, uh, ESPN plus is like for their new coverage. It was, you know, it was fine on, in Maui, but like, you know, it'll be interesting to see with a full field, um, full field will be interesting. And then I think next week at the Amex is when they go to like their full thing. Yeah, it's is when be they go to like their five channels or whatever starts in America, uh, not America. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, but you know what I mean. States, mainland like, America. Yeah, so mainland. Like bring all their like their, the equipment to like get out to the, so why like they they can't just bring everything they have. So correct. Once they get in the California swing, it'll be, it'll be a lot better. Yeah, but so that should be exciting. Of, they're going to show a lot of people on those long, um, thin rowboats that they go on that water. Shout out Smiley Kaufman and Jordan Speed. They love doing those commercial breaks, showing that. Uh, you'll see that picture of smiley and jordan 20 times when if you watch tv coverage oh yeah they're gonna show that when they have their phones like yeah they uh, come back with nothing (laughs) they love that photo yeah (laughs) they love that photo yeah they have that and i don't know if mark walfing is on the call again this week but uh he doesn't live there he lives in maui so we're not gonna hear every two seconds closest houses to the ritz carlton (laughs) and and all that stuff (laughs) so that'll be nice when i play this course i try to use this shut the hell up He's like, yeah, you know, when you leave here, it's tough. It's like, yeah, whenever you leave here to go to work, like you have to fly like nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. And he's like at a lot. I can't imagine doing that. Living in Hawaii and you got to work in like, like Texas. It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm going to fly from uh, Texas to Honolulu. That's yeah, a it's like a 15 hour trip every time you have to leave the house. Yeah. Sounds Mark awful. Rolfing just must be rolling it. Like what, what kind of finances does this guy have? How much golf chant? NBC's got the bag. Yeah, all the there. commercials. I assume. Like, where do you live? Chicago? Like, no, I live in um in Maui. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous answer to hear. Something. I live in Maui. Oh my god. No, I'm excited for uh, these season long pools to get started because it's it's fun. It's a fun way to watch it because on Friday, like Friday afternoons, if your guy is like on the cut line, you don't make you don't make any points if they don't make it to the weekend. Obviously, you get whatever points, whatever money they make. And so you'll find yourself, you just become this psychopath where you're on shot link on your phone looking at Keegan Bradley on a Friday at the Valero Texas Open. Like, Come on, Keegan. We all we need to do is birdie 17 and we'll make the weekend. Or it's like so if a guy three putts on 18 to miss the weekend, you're like, God damn you, Kevin Kisner. It is so funny you say that because I almost tweeted about that on Thursday. I was sweating out and up and down from Victor on the seventh hole on a Thursday. Yes. That's what betting yeah. does to me. I'm sitting in front of my TV like, Victor, you better fucking get this up and down for par. Or I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Seventh hole on a Thursday and I'm sweating it. There's like that Thursday yeah, where like you look at Shotlink on the on the app and they just show their drive and there's nothing worse than when they show the drive and the line is like way to the right and it says it's like 347 yards to usually they say fairway unknown and you're like unknown <laughs> you have no idea what the lie is what's going on and you're like his tee shots unknown it's a Thursday at noon and your whole week is almost ruined and you're going what's gonna happen and finally like updates like okay he was able to get up and down for bogey we're okay. Dude, when I do that, when I do that, you get, they have that new like 3d function in there. So I'll go, have you ever used that before? No. So you can click on the 3d button and it shows like a 3d visual of the hole 
and where the shot went, I'll go in. If they're in like the rough, I'll go in and zoom in and like angle it to their angle to the hole. I'm like, okay, there's a gap in that tree. We might be able to get par from here. It's insane. Wow. Thursday yeah. through Sunday. It's yeah. a tough life. It's exhausting. A friend of mine last year had a guy, and I forget the guy, I gotta go find, figure out what the name of it was. But he had this guy who he was the only one in our pool for like 500 people who picked this guy. And he tracked his score for four days. Like every shot was like, this golfer knew that some guy in Los Angeles was tracking every single one of his shots. He was like, me? Really? Of all the people? Why are you watching everyone? Like, God damn you, how could you bogey that uh, fourth hole on Saturday? <laughs> like, you just become a psychopath. With these it is. Like, God. Right I now we it. just like we talked about all these names and I was like I'll take him I'll take it like my brain is just like all over the place right now about who to pick. So God, yeah, those season long, back, that's baby. tough. You can only use the guy one time. Uh, how'd your? Did you play golf this weekend? Yeah, how'd it go? Not good. Not good. I went in the simulator on Sunday. I had the full blown shanks. Yeah, like shanks, like bad. I, I just you had the shanks. That's not good because you're like, you're a very good golfer. It's very frustrating. Sucks. I just, I, my whole golf game is out of whack. And then like the last four holes, I played it two over and like missed a bogey at eight footer for bogey or for missed an eight foot par putt on 18. I'm like, why is this game for the first six, 14 holes so hard? Then you figure something out and you're like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll come back next week. And it really is always like the last couple, like 17 T you're like, man, I feel really good right now. And then you <laughs> rolling back. in putts and you're like, let's play again. And you're like, all right, we'll play next week. And then I'll start off again. I'll struggle for the first eight holes, figure it out. Such a stupid fucking game. Yeah. I saw you swing for the first time. You posted a video on Twitter. I saw. Oh, you yeah. What did you think of it? What did you think? It was good. I would have to look at it again. Yeah, um, I want to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, the drive must have not been that good. But I did see the, the swing looked pretty yeah. good. It went a little right. It landed on the... Um, you can follow me on Twitter, A. Nesbitt. Um, it landed on the car path, and I kicked it over into the dirt. And there's just a little seven-iron layup, but it was uh, it was. Yeah, I'm about, I'm about to do a live, live swing reaction on the Yes. Show. Wasn't even the, the dirt. Oh, did you kick it into the dirt? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, was on the, it was on the car. It was on the car path. That's a legal drop. A, yeah. Two kicks away from it. Yeah, you don't need to waste time by bending over and picking it up and red quarter it. zip, black visor. Yeah, title Ti- Tiger Woods, Bubba Watson vibes. Mm-hmm. We'll very on. It's very on plane. Is it? Usually, I go way past parallel, and that one was like I, I, the I hands are low. The shaft gets very it gets steep very quickly, but that's not mm-hmm. usually a. Oh yeah, you do get all the way back there. Yeah, I do. It's actually a pretty good position at the top. Yeah, would like it a little little shorter, but. Yeah, I watched that swing a million times. I'm like, you know what? I hit that's that ball. not bad. I hit that one really nice. Same no, that's up. a good that's a good swing. Yeah, I don't know about the celebration about a layup, but I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> We played in a sixum on Saturday, and we're taking videos. We're having cocktails, like you know. We didn't see the group behind us. The group in front of us was no problem. We played in a sixum in it's under four hours. It's under four best. hours. One of the guys in our group shot a seventy, two under seventy. Uh, he chipped Shit. in twice for birdie. Like he's he's normally like a two or three handicap. Like he had uh, four birdies on the back nine. Like wow. it was just like fun to, fun to watch him play. Six guys under four hours on a Saturday, seventy-five degrees in Florida. We went on after for for lunch. Just man, yeah, God, that's play. a good day. It's great. So like when everybody goes, actually. "How'd you play?" I'm like, I had so much fun. My score was okay. Uh, made the same bad shots on the same holes. I always make the bad shots on, but I play I played pretty well, and we got sandwiches after. What, yeah. What? Do you do you guys usually play at like the same course all the time? Yeah, we belong to a club down here, and so oh, we nice. have, we have a standing eight thirty three tea time on Saturday. Four of us, five of us. Usually there's five of us. 
This week there's six. Just great. It's three degrees in Massachusetts. Well, it was. I the night before I was looking at the temperature. And I was like, do I bring the quarter zip or do I bring a hoodie? What do I do here? You know, I, are you a hoodie guy on the course? I need to. It needs to be baggy. It needs to be mm-hmm. like I have a nice new hoodie now, but I just I haven't played with it because I think it will be restrictive. So like, gotcha. The quarter zip I like because it's yeah you know, not restrictive. I'm a massive hoodie guy on the golf course. I love very, hoodies. Yeah, I'm a very um. Not to get into like golf apparel talk. I have a, unless I'm playing like a very like nice golf course, which I don't usually do. Uh, I'm like a, like an untucked, like t-shirt guy. Yeah. Like I just show up and like play golf. It should be like anything. You shouldn't have to like get dressed up to play golf. No, I have a very hard time going to like a $15 Muni golf course and putting on shorts, tuck it in with a belt. It's like, bro, I'm just going to wear a t-shirt. I'm going to go play golf. I remember one time I was in college, I was at a bar in Boston and the guy was, I was wearing a winter hat and the bouncer came up to me and told me to take off the winter hat. And I go, why? And he goes, we have a dress code here. I go, you got a cover band playing. Come on, Eileen. Let's, I mean, let's ease up with these dress codes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. What, it's like that with golf. It's like, we're playing a $15 muni. Let me wear t-shirts and, uh, you know, some shorts. Like it's it doesn't crazy. Have to be it doesn't have to be all dressed up. It makes no sense. Yeah. I've posted a couple like, um, like instructional videos, like on TikTok with the T9 account. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I literally wear like I had pants and a t-shirt on or whatever, and I'm going through the drill. And one of them went, I had like got like over a million views on one of them. And a couple yeah. of comments were like, I'm not going to listen to somebody where that's wearing a t-shirt to teach me how to golf. I'm like, you guys must be a lot of fun. God. You guys must be a lot of fun. You should come out here and play me. I'll dust you by 15. And then what you're going to go home. Like, yeah, I'm it's a tough. Possibility was it wears a t-shirt. Like, no, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, it's tough. Like you guys must be a lot of fun. Holy God. shit. God damn. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Good Enjoy golf. the Sony Open this weekend. Um, you working little, late again? This you got back to back Hawaiian nights, huh? Hawaiian yeah. So I, yeah. So that kind of sucks. But at least on Saturday during the long shift, I get to watch uh, NFL playoffs. Which, dude, we have um, six games this weekend. Yeah, it's still Saturday night. Yeah, that is the thing which sucks. I'm gonna try to get out of it. Um, I, yeah, I got to work during that game. That's not happening. So I got to see if I can, I, I can switch that around because like, yeah, unless you want me editing articles, extremely <laughs> anxious. So you should probably yeah. shouldn't, I probably shouldn't be watching that. Yeah. yeah. God, I don't know about that. It's going to be tough. It, it's, it's been we, a roller coaster. Yeah. Season. We look like dog shit on Sunday. Um, yeah. who knows? Josh Allen scares me. Feels very good. Yeah. I, to be completely honest, if we can beat the Bills, the rest of the season doesn't matter. Like we could lose in the next round to whoever we play. I don't care. Yeah. Let's go. Let's Football, go golf, everything. Work. Massive weekend. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, so everybody enjoy the Sony open, enjoy football. If you guys are watching football, um, hopefully we win some money. My official card on golf week will be out hopefully later today. Uh, But until next Tuesday, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.